Thank you for tuning in to Enjoy Your Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah Lorraine Wynn. Today, we're going to be talking on a topic that I think sometimes goes overlooked or unnoticed, um, but it's something that I think we should really dig deep and discuss. Um, and I want to talk about learning to deal with the pain of the past. Um, this was something that I kind of navigated my own way through. Um, because I would look up different blogs or articles and things like that. No one really had a a sound biblical, you know, Christian method on dealing with pain and dealing with frustration, bitterness. They tell you, you know, give it to God. And that's a great method to use. But in the same token, it's a little more complex than that. So I want to talk about that um, today. So I hope you're listening and If you are dealing with pain or you have some kind of um, deeply rooted negative emotion, I hope that um, this will bless you and that you'll find your way through it. But, um, you know, in life, we as people, we tend to spend a lot of time dwelling on our losses and seeing those things as negatives when really sometimes a loss is a true gain. Um, You might not gain financially or, you know, in material things or anything like that, but you might gain new experiences, um, new understandings, new perspectives on people and on life and on yourself and on things. Um, If God blesses us, we live a long life, you know, so the road ahead is more inviting and full of blessings if we could just get there. But we're always looking back at what was or what should have been and how things would be if one minor turn of events did not occur. We beat ourselves up, We look at our mistakes, we look at how things went, we look at the contributions we made to allow negative situations to happen in our lives, and we we beat ourselves up over that. We blame others for the things we're going through. We harbor pain, frustration, bitterness, and anger, among other things. And instead of dealing with it head on, we hide it deep inside of our hearts. We bury it to the point where We're just putting other things on top of it. And at some point we forget it's there until it starts to grow. I actually had an experience like this. Um, My best friend died a few years ago and it hurt me like so bad. Um, And there's a lot of reasons why it hurt me. In addition to the fact that she was just gone off the face of the earth. Like there's a lot of things that played into my pain, you know, Um, at the time that she died, I hadn't even spoke to her in a while because of a misunderstanding and I felt bad because of that and she was the person I was closest to at that time and I didn't get it I didn't understand how young beautiful vibrant soul who had so much life to live she had so many dreams she had so much going on for her she had so much potential I didn't understand how she she could just be taken from the earth so soon and the way she died was tragic she left behind a son she loved so much oh my gosh that was her best friend from the time he was born he was only like two when she passed from the time he was born she was just obsessed with him and she was a good person inside and out and so it just didn't make sense that she was gone and don't get me wrong in this situation I didn't blame God I wasn't mad at him for allowing her life to be so short-lived or for the fact that she died or anything like that I wasn't taking anything out on God I just I was sad you know I was hurt I was angry I was confused and I felt bad on top of all of that but I didn't know how to deal with all of these emotions so I just buried them I just let them just 
find a place in my heart and live. I let disappointment sink down into the crevices of my heart and just sit there. Confusion and disbelief. I let it find a little corner in my heart to live. Pain? That bad boy had a top-of-the-line, all-inclusive vacation package to my heart, honey. Do you hear me? That thing set up shop. (laughs) But the, the point is, I allowed those negative emotions to live in me and to overtake me. And soon, those things started to grow. And just like a plant, when a seed is planted and it gets watered, it starts to grow. These seeds were things like um, little things that reminded me of her or the the seeds that got planted were like the negativity of the negative thoughts and emotions, you know, the disappointment, the sadness, the, the confusion, the pain. But the things that were watering these seeds were things like um, things that reminded me of her or seeing friends at the mall shopping, having a good time, just loving each other. Movies about losing a loved one, people talking about someone dying. Every little thing became a touchy subject. And all the while, those emotions just started to grow more and more because I wasn't facing them head on. Um, I wouldn't tend to them. I wouldn't. I just kind of let them do their own thing. And before I knew it, they started to spiral out of control. And I started to see the manifestation of those emotions in my actions and my attitude and in my emotions and how I dealt with people like those things started to manifest. Have you ever seen um, a plant that is planted near a house and it starts to grow on the walls of the house and kind of starts growing every which way and it seems like it can't be stopped? That's exactly how it felt on the inside of my heart. I didn't tame the seeds that grew into plants. I didn't cut them down. I didn't keep them under control. They just grew. They just did their own thing. Better yet, I should have dug them up altogether, but I didn't know how. I didn't know where to start or how to approach the pain. I didn't know how to go into my heart and and address how I was feeling. I didn't know what to do. And the funny thing is, everyone knew something was wrong. People could see it. People I knew and people I didn't know. I remember um, one time, a few weeks after... Nikki passed away being at work one day my shift mate was on break so I was by myself a lady and her husband and their two kids came into my job and I completed the transaction successfully now I had this thing where I was kind of on autopilot where I'm like hey, listen if you can just make it through the day you'll be okay like just push through the day just push just push so I successfully completed the transaction no mess ups everything went great I had a smile on my face everything was just awesome the lady hands me her debit card to swipe it Tell me why her name is Nikki. Why? How? Who set me up? How in the world does this lady have the same name as my best friend right now? And I'm already trying to hold myself together. Like, what? Guys, I kid you not. I bursted into tears in front of this cute little family. I felt so bad and embarrassed and sad. And the lady, like, freaked out. She was like, oh, no, what happened? What's wrong? And I told her, I was like, I recently lost my best friend. And you have the same name as her. So the lady was like, like felt so bad. She came around the checkout counter to hug me. And she said, I'm so sorry. Everything's gonna be all right. And as I laid in some complete stranger's arms while her husband stared in disbelief and her children probably terrified, I understood that I had some unfinished business with myself. So I sat myself down one day 
and I mentally checked off all the reasons I was feeling the way I felt and I sought solutions. Now, I probably wrote these things down somewhere, but I don't really remember. And I'm sure I'll come across it at some point because I have tons of notebooks that I write down tons of things, especially things that I need to review. You know what I mean? I don't like to just think it over. I like to write it down and look at it and see, okay, what's going on? So I'm sure I wrote it down. I just don't remember where. It might have even been in my in my prayer time. I might have just talked it out to God, but I sat down and I I'm, I checked these things off and I was like, okay, why am I lashing out? Why am I crying at random? Why am I yelling at people? Why am I angry? Why am I bitter? What's wrong? And I sat myself down and I looked at everything. So at that time, I had a morning routine where I'd wake up early, write in my prayer journal, talk to God, drink some tea and listen to worship music. But I realized that I needed more. I needed to dig deep down in my heart and start pulling these different things up and dealing with them. And I wasn't going to get there just by telling God all about it and then listening to worship music. That was not doing it for me because I had some deeper problems and I needed the word of God to go down in my heart and pull those things up and and plant new seeds. So I just start I decided to start watching um sermons every morning. So after I had my prayer routine, I drank my tea, I listened to music. I started going on YouTube watching different sermons. I came across women like Joyce Meyer and Heather Lindsay who understand that we as humans are imperfect, but we serve a perfect God who can help us through any trial. I also started to read books that oh Thing, the videos that I would watch was like um, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. Heather Lindsay has some amazing topics. And what's interesting, I would just think of how I was feeling in the moment. And I would look up that title. If I felt like um, what to do when you're feeling sad or something, I would look up that title. And I would put Joyce Meyer or Heather Lindsay, whoever I felt led to um, that day. And I would watch one of their sermons. And they literally, whatever my feeling was... However I was feeling or whatever I was dealing with, literally they had a topic on it. And so I was just so grateful for that. But I believe God was leading me in that as well to know what my spirit needed that day. But um, I also started reading books that would nurture my soul and plant seeds of forgiveness for myself, self-love and appreciation, relief from grief and spiritual healing. And I started connecting myself to a source of love that I needed to make it through each day because because of the fact that I didn't really know how to approach what I was feeling, I also couldn't necessarily communicate that with the people that I loved. And so they didn't know how to help me. They didn't know what to do. They would pray with me or they would check on me. They would call me, come in my room, come over, see how I'm doing. But a lot of times they didn't really know what I needed. But I knew because I knew after sitting down that day, I knew what I needed. So I started finding those books and those sermons and those scriptures that would feed me what I needed. Because sometimes I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even tell people what was going on. But I knew and God knew. And I believe God was leading me to the right things that would give me what I needed. So I started to see myself shedding the negative emotions. And I started to become myself again, but only better I became more forgiving, more understanding, more empathetic, gentle, kind, observant, fearless, determined, and not just for myself, but for others. I now started to see when a person loses someone they love, I understood from a different place now how they must feel. And growing for me, growing up in church, you hear people 
um, during testimony service or during announcements, let's pray for the bereaved families. The bereaved family is considered a family who has lost someone they love or a family member or friend or whatever. And I would always hear that and I'm like, okay. And I would say a quick prayer, Lord, touch them and help them to be okay and help them to just make it through, you know? That's how I felt. I didn't know what it meant to be bereaved. I didn't know what it was like to lose someone you loved and someone you cared about. And all of these things now being more empathetic and understanding and gentle and observant and 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 kind to people, whether they lost a person or they lost in a situation, I now I'll go into detail more of it one day, maybe. But I I didn't just understand a person from the perspective of losing someone, but I understood people in general. I understood myself. I understood how to tackle different situations in my life. And imagine this, all of these things came from losing someone who meant so much to me. Does it still bother me? Of course. It makes me sad that she's gone. But I've learned to separate the emotions of grief and those of self-loathing. I learned to not beat myself up because, okay, yeah, we were not talking at the time of her death. But a mutual friend of mine shared that she talked about me all the time. She loved me and she wanted to make things right. And I'll tell you guys something. I actually I have a book about our friendship and about the whole story of how everything happened. And I'm going to release that book so you'll get to read all about it. So I won't go too far into details, but I got the closure I needed from the feeling of being, you know, um, unforgiving of myself and feeling bad and different things like that. I, I'd come to grips with all of those things. And now it, it just, it was to the point where I could just shed light on the fact that I'm sad that she's gone and I miss my friend. I still miss her like every single day. There's still things I want to text her and be like, girl, look at this or call me like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this still to this day. And it's been two years and some months now. But I've learned to separate that. And sometimes the enemy will try to manipulate us into thinking that that grief of bitterness and sadness and anger and pain is associated with the feelings of grief when they're two totally separate entities. So what am I saying? If you are harboring pain from the past, it's important to dig that that stuff up. Sit down, write it out, evaluate What's wrong with me? Why do I feel the way I feel? Why am I lashing out? Why do I go off on people? Why am I always ready to fight? Why am I always ready to just, as I call it, black out on somebody and tell them about their selves? Why? Why am I angry? Why am I frustrated? What is wrong? What caused this? You got to really sit down and evaluate and then say, okay, so what are the necessary steps that I'm going to take that will help me get to where I need to be? For me, it was watching sermons of powerful women of God who are unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who were preaching from their souls, helping me. It, for me, it was finding books that were inspiring and empowering and uplifting that fed my soul. For me, it was taking time to myself in the morning before I had to deal with anybody else or anything throughout the day. It was me sitting down, really talking to God, allowing him to feed my spirit. So sit down, consider those things, decide what is going on inside of me. 
Because sometimes we want other people to tell us. We want other people to evaluate it. We want to get prophesied to at church. We want our friends to call us and just know what's going on. No, sometimes it's not going to happen that way. Sometimes you've got to take initiative and step up for yourself and deal with that pain. So I hope that this was encouraging for you. I hope that you will deal with that pain from the past and really come to a place where you understand what's going on with you and decide solutions that will help you get to the place that you need to be. Because if you're not 100%, you can't possibly be effective for the kingdom of God. So you've got to make sure that you are in the best place that you have that you can be so that you can enhance the kingdom of God. But that's all the time that we have today. I kind of went over a little bit, but I love you so much. And God loves you so much more. And I hope that you'll deal with how you're feeling and overcome those things and move forward in the things of God. So until next time, this has been another episode of Enjoy Your Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah LaRae Wynn. Make sure you tune in every Monday for an all new episode. And also stay tuned for the Boss Babe Life Hacks podcast that is coming October 2018. I have an amazing lineup of guests who are entrepreneurs, who are bossing it up in the workplace, who are living out their dreams. And we're sharing advice with you on how you can get to that place that you want to be in the natural okay get there spiritually first dig up those emotions and that pain from the past and then go check out boss babe life hacks and figure out how you can level up naturally i love you god loves you so much more god bless you when you find happiness within no place you can